We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. And just like that, we're back. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. DJ Rock Lobster's in the house. Hi. I think we need to start with a confession. Oh. Why? I feel like I just got... What? I'm not a victim. I'm not a victim. I'm not a victim. Don't. I'm just saying I just got peer pressured. No, you didn't. You're the one who said no. Well, wait a minute. Hang Uh, on. First of all, it's going to be replaced. Don't worry about it. Yeah, that's only that held up in court. Here's the thing. I saw a delicious piece of chocolate. Like one of those Ghirardelli, (laughs) uh, no, those Lindt, Lindor Lindt chocolate balls, which are the greatest version of chocolate on planet Earth. So I saw it and I was like, oh, I really want to have this. I could replace it. Where did you see it? I saw it in someone's mail. (laughs) Say it again out loud. (laughs) Don and I are walking to go get some water. Mail slot. Someone's mail slot. And I took it. She suddenly had a blue lint chocolate ball and i said where did you get that from the mail slot who's mail slot and, I, and then i said the person what's this person's no, name i'm not saying was it carissa yeah i don't do i know carissa across the hall oh it's it's, it's ks carissa yeah <gasps> oh, carissa no so, great now we're gonna be no, in a radio i'm gonna feud. buy her a whole i'm gonna buy her a whole bag of them so Donna, just to be clear. Okay, no, you're the one who was like, "Well, can you get a knife so we could split it?" Okay, I understand. <laughs> and but... I said, "No, I'll just put it back." No, no, you didn't say well, that. I that is did. that is a that you is a lie. You don't know me like that. All I know is Donna suddenly walking with a chocolate in her hand. Where did you get that, Carissa's mail slot? <laughs> I just really wanted it. After 30 years in this market, in this business, becoming a legend in one <laughs> ill-willed legend. act. You destroy your legacy. No. So then we're walking down there, and I was like, oh, my gosh, those are so good. And you're like, she doesn't know. <laughs> she doesn't know it's there. Are you my friend or not? And then, I'm going to buy her a whole bag. And then that is when I said, just to own my part of this, I said, well, let's get a knife and cut that sunbiatch in half so we can both enjoy it. And then we were like, oh, the little the, the creamy chocolate inside. It sort of like squirts at one point, and it's like, oh, look at this chocolate. So then, I get some ibuprofen. Donna gets a plastic knife, <laughs> slices this sucker in two, and then we eat it. And I got to tell and you, I gave you the bigger side too. You did. <laughs> I didn't even enjoy it the way that I normally do because I know it was stolen. 
It was borrowed. Look, I'm going to put a bag of Cheetos and some potato <laughs> chips in her thing, and then I'll buy her some tomorrow. I guess, yeah, we just have to find, like, random... I do mean, we have, like, a Luden's coffee? considered cocktail? stealing if he didn't even know it was there? When it's in a mailbox, I think it's considered not just stealing, but a federal offense. <laughs> <laughs> Technically. Oh, my God, the FBI is going to be after me. Me and Mickey Dolan's. (laughs) I don't know. It's just this. Now I empathize with criminals who one day went out to a stop and go. And then they're like, oh, my gosh, I didn't plan on getting involved in armed robbery. But he was holding the gun and said, hey, get a bunch of colas and get them into the bag and let's get out of here. Listen, she's going to get way more than she had in that mail slot today. Did it say it was from someone? Was there a note or anything? Or did someone maybe text her and say, hey, buddy, was thinking about you today. I left one of your favorite in your mailbox. And then she's going to go there today and be like, you didn't leave me anything. Okay, so here's the thing. If anyone in the building who is listening has a lint chocolate, will you please bring it to the control room? They're not in season right now. <laughs> These are hard to get your hands on. I haven't they seen are? one in months. Oh, no. They are so quickly on Lindt chocolates and Lindor chocolates. And let Donna and I be clear. We are open to an endorsement. <laughs> they are the greatest. I understand the compulsion that you had to rob her. Was Rock. They are so good. Can I tell you, I had my first chocolate like that for the first time in this building like three years ago. Oh, my god! And I was like, what is this? I've been yes. living my whole life without knowing about this. And our boss, Amy, said, what kind of chocolate do you eat? I go, I don't. Yeah. It's delicious. But, like, if you put that next to a Hershey bar. <laughs> that's crap. Hershey's interesting. Garbage, right? But it's as successful as it is. I know. Especially because... Chocolate has been elevated so much over the years. Largely due to lint. <laughs> and some of them are called lint. Lindt. L-I-N-D-T. And some are. Others, Lindor. Right. Are but they the same? They're all the same. There's the red package one. We, we well, stole a, one. a blue one this morning. We didn't steal it. We just oh, took describe? it. <laughs> we just took it. We didn't steal that wallet. We took it from his back pocket. <laughs> and steal it. What, are we throwing labels out here now? Honest to goodness. So I just can't believe how quickly you throw me under the bus every day. I said that I we needed to make a confession. You said I, and then I knew where you were going, and I was like, don't. You know what? You're the bully. You're the person who ruins kids in high school when they're like, what happened? She used to be so sweet, and then they started hanging out with you, and you're like, oh, come on, Jenny. Just one time. Go punch that girl. <laughs> I got to get away from you. Hi, buddy. Give me a beat. It's time to talk music. I enjoy music. With Donna Valentine. Yeah! And Steve Patterson. You like Huey Lewis on the news? This, this is the beat. beat. And we're out of time. <laughs> no, 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 no. Here's the deal. I wanted to tell you what Harry Styles did in concert, okay? So we all know about Spitgate, right? With Chris Pine. Mm-hmm. He allegedly bit on Chris Pine, who was sitting next to him at the movie premiere, wherever they are, France. Ever heard of it? (laughs) Anyway, he was at Madison Square Garden, and he said, so this was last night, he said, this is our 10th show at Madison Square Garden. It's wonderful, wonderful, wonderful to be back here. 
I just popped over to Venice to spit on Chris Pine, but fear not, we're back. Oh, that's funny. That's funny? That's funny. That's all he said. That's, that's all he needed to say, that, I guess. Yeah, that's all she wrote. Huh. There you go. Uh, and the crowd just went absolutely bonkers and thought it was great. So that's funny. He's saying, I'm sure there's nothing between the two of them. Thank you. Do you think they have in-house radio stations in prisons? Like, could we do that? Could that be our thing that we do? You know, I don't know if they have in-house, but I used to have someone who listened to me at the Stillwater Women's Prison. Stillwater? Shakopee. Shakopee Women's Prison. There, hey, Rocco. Stillwater. I stopped I paying attention. What is, are we still on chocolate? No, we're on uh, Shakopee Women's Prison. Oh, is little, that a thing? You're a little threatened now, Rocco, that you realize we're not just pushover squares. We're both two brazen criminals. Yeah, now I know why you're talking about a women's prison. Yeah, Donna's going to end up there. What's the question? Is there still a Shakopee Women's Prison? You tell me you couldn't see Donna in a future episode of Dateline. Uh, I could. Oh, my gosh. Long-time radio personality, Donna <laughs> Valentine, had a deep secret. Or did she? Or, or did she? All right, anyway. We're going to take a break. No, I just want to tell you, uh, CMA nominations have come out. Entertainer of the Year, I'll just throw those out there. The rest of it you could find online. Luke Combs, Miranda Lambert, Chris Stapleton, Carrie Underwood, Morgan Wallen. There you go. Bye. And Blake Shelton's coming to the X. Yeah, there you go. Get your tickets. When we come back, Guy Fieri has an interesting approach to his kids learning how to drive. Guy Fieri. Fieri. We'll tell you what it is uh, and see if you agree or disagree. That when we return, it's Donna and Steve on my talk. Good morning. Donna and Steve on my talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Woo! What a I feel beautiful like I'm working day. with the guy who shot Reagan who just got out of prison. Wow. He is, right? He's out of prison now. Yeah, Hinkley? he's trying to put on concerts and stuff. And David Hinckley? No, that's the guy who shot again. No, Lennon. No, that that was Mark David Chapman. You're right on Hinckley. Okay, thank you. Thanks, Rocco. You're my you best remember friend. your 80s assassins. <laughs> hey, who was I with? I was with somebody recently. Oh, my gosh. And they said, oh, this town is named... Oh, it was Hinckley. After David Hinckley. John John Hinckley, right? John, I don't know, whatever. Was, yes. Was he yeah. a killer? Yeah. Yes. And I'm killer. like, what are we naming cities oh. after assassins now? I mean, come on. Hey, what give her the, the rim shot for that. Come on, Rocco. <laughs> If you're just tuning in, Donna, no, stop. Donna stole chocolate from someone's mailbox. I didn't mailbox. steal it. I just took it. As a. <laughs> As your a, Honor, as a former juror, your loose interpretation of what stealing is is really troubling to me. You probably let guys off left and right. Get her on your jury. He didn't steal it. The car was there. What do you want him to do? Walk by it, not ride it home? They didn't prove it. You, you what? You hotwire one vehicle, and now suddenly you're a car theft. <laughs> Donna stole a wonderful. Blue wrapped lint or Lindor chocolate ball. You all know the ones, the greatest chocolate you've ever eaten. And now to make good, I just need to be specific about what you just put in her mailbox. Without a note, Just you just replaced it with Frito-Lay's chili cheese corn chips. And, and a bag of Fritos. A bag of Cheetos. The Fritos and Cheetos. You think Fritos plus Cheetos equals a lint chocolate ball? It does not. I'll get a whole thing. We have to talk to Carissa. 
Oh, no. Is she on the air right now? I don't know how stuff works over there. I don't know there. me either. I feel like she's more of a late night. She's late night. Person. Oh, yeah. I'll look at it. I could be wrong. Listen, she's going to be so happy to have those snacks in her mail slot later uh, on. Listen, I've worked that shift. I know what it's like. Is she she's going to be so grateful. She probably didn't even know that was in there. <laughs> <laughs> she probably knows now. I'm sorry, I panicked. You can't panic anymore? You, I, okay. Carissa's 7, 7 p.m. to 12 a.m. Oh, great. See? We'll never see her. No. She'll never think it's us. Are you kidding? You don't think Hutch is listening to us right now? Hutch? He's got a big mouth. Is an unreliable source. Yeah. Anyway, anyway. love to our friends at KSL. Anyway, yeah, thanks. We love you guys. Woo! Okay. <laughs> okay. Hey, now, I want to tell you about, uh, how do you pronounce this guy's last name? Guy Fier. He does something sort of interesting when his children become of age to legally drive a vehicle. Recently, Guy Fieri's 16-year-old son, Ryder, started driving, so he got his grandparents' old minivan. Sure, that's the way it usually goes, right? And back when his now 26-year-old son, Hunter, got his license, uh, Guy Fieri had him drive his grandpa's 1996 truck with no working windows. Guy's reasoning is simple. Quote, show me that you can spend a year driving the car, not getting any dents, not getting any wrecks, not getting any tickets. Then you can take your own money out of the bank and go buy a car. Hunter, for what it's worth, Guy Fieri's son, said he appreciates his dad's decision. Quote, he's a great teacher and father and leads by example. He, He teaches you discipline, hard work, and to not give up. And that not everyone's going to hold your hand through life. That's great. I love it. That's pretty cool. I mean, my did your... Yeah, your parents definitely bought you a car, right? Donna. What? They helped me with a car. Okay. I bought a Mitsubishi Diamante. It cost $6,000. Okay, that's good. Um, And I looked at this one place called McCrite's Auto Sales in Pennsylvania. And at the end of the deal, you know what he said he could do? He said, I can McCriticize that. Oh, boy. Not biggie size it or super size it. McCriticize it. That's funny. It's, yeah, it's weird. Yeah. I get this Mitsubishi Diamante. Turns into a total lemon. My oh, first car. Oh, no. First thing I had to get replaced, really? it was like a $1,000 charge. And I was like slowly paying my dad back for this car. Oh. We had worked out some sort of a payment thing. They buy half, I buy half, something like that. No lie. My brother Scooty takes over the payments, takes the car. It you gives, sold your brother a lemon? It gives him, he's a big fan of citrus. He takes it to Florida. Rides it around. It gives him all sorts of problems. He says, I got to get rid of this thing. I'm going to give it to one of the chairs. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, 
Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. 30 places that just oh, will take sure. your car. When they came to get the car, this is true. They opened the driver's side door. It fell off of the car. <laughs> oh my to the ground. To the ground. Wow, really? That crazy? Yeah, I had a door that was the handle on the driver's side had fallen off, so I'd have to like go through the passenger side Yeah, all the time. We had a thing where the window wasn't... This would be a good segment at some point, right? Like, what was yeah. your beater car yes. thing that you learned to live with? For a while, I think it was in my wife's Plymouth Breeze since, since you know, put to bed. You the window didn't work anymore. And so when we'd go to a drive through, you'd have to pull past the window and then open the door, hand them the money and then reach back and get the food. It was a whole thing. Oh my gosh. Rocco, I bet your butt doctor dad probably gave you some nice car and never taught you anything. Definitely. You know, I actually did have an inexpensive uh, compact car bequeathed to me, a, a Toyota Tercel. Oh, sweet. I it's no Mitsubishi Diamante. The Diamante has also since been discontinued, but man, she was sweet for a while. Really? I had a CD player put into that, and it was had a pretty good sound system. That was what I really liked. And it looked like a faux luxury car, the Mitsubishi Diamante. I gotta look at it. Yeah, look it up. Look at that. But then I would drive it to Lou's High School. And would just turn on the loudest hip-hop I could as I drove into the parking lot hoping that she would come out or guys from the basketball team Aww. that we played against would and be like, whoa, Steve's crushing it. Diamante. It looks like an Oldsmobile. It just, it's just compliment accepted. A sedan, right? Like Indeed. a dad car. Yeah. Yes, Quinn. Oh, man, I love that car, though. Oh, Steve, that's sweet. If you could That's get any car right now, if you could, nothing crazy, don't go Rolls Royce on me, but if you could snap your fingers and have any vehicle, what would you have? Um, A Jeep. That's like a funny. Wrangler? Like, not a Wrangler, like a Jeep Cherokee. Cherokee. Grand Cherokee. Yeah, that's a nice one. Rocco? Or like a Beamer. Yeah, Beamer. I'd go kind of what Don, Donna just said. Uh, I would kind of like a funky Jeep, you know? Mm-hmm. Or a fancy German car. Both of those sound nice. Right? I need yeah. like a third third row for all the yeah, kids. Yeah, that's true. But I've been looking at this, uh, the Kia Telluride. Yeah. Now, apparently there's a story about them, uh, some kid doing a TikTok hack of like, hey, here's how you steal Kias, and it's caused a real problem. Uh, but the Kia yeah, Telluride. Yeah, that's, that's a big theft thing. Yes, it really vehicle. is. Um, but it, it looks, it almost has the body. You can tell they looked to the uh, Range Rover and said, is there a way that we could kind of yep. mimic that? Correct. You had that thing fully tricked out on the inside. Oh, That'd be yeah. Nice. Leather seats, heated. Uh, actually, should we give away a car after the call? No, maybe, maybe not a car. Okay. Maybe like maybe a movie pass or something. T-shirt. Or... I'm going with T-shirt. All right, okay. we'll do a T-shirt. All right, we'll do a T-shirt. Uh, 651-641-1071. That's the number that you can call. Play the College of Pop Culture Knowledge next. 651-641-1071. The Don and Steve Experience coming back. Yeah, let's bring whistling back. And now it's uh, doing good. You sound great. Thanks, Steve. Kelly Hansen, Twin Cities Live. She's great. Great whistler. Really good whistler. But they really underutilize it on that show. I'm not trying to produce the show. I'm just saying. Yeah. You almost never hear a whistle. Too bad. Welcome back, though, you guys. It's Donna and Steve.
and we're going to play a little game. Time to go to college. College, college, college. It's time to attend the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. It's like quiz ball. Three trivia questions to find out who's smarter. Donna. Donna's a smart one. Or Steve. His brain ain't right, but it's fun. And here's your host. DJ Rock Lobster. Lobster. I want to see how smart you are. I do want to see how smart you are. You guys know what an ampersand is, don't you? Yeah, it's the and sign. It's the and sign. Well, today is, for some reason, National Ampersand Day, perhaps International Ampersand Day. Mm, I don't know. Okay. Maybe Tony and France has been celebrating all day. I didn't ask her. I will later, though. Thanks, man. Um, So I've picked out, uh, let's see, two movies and a TV show that have an ampersand in the title. Love it. And I'm going to quiz you on them. And to play along in hopes of winning a T-shirt is Amy. Amy. Hey, Amy. Hello. Hi. Hi. Where are you today? I'm in Columbia Heights today. Oh, excellent. Nice. Very nice place. All right. Well, uh, Rock was going to quiz us on ampersands. Awesome. Who do you think knows more, Steve or me? And uh, why? I'll go with Donna. Come yeah! on. Angela. Woo! It's Amy. Amy. All right. Get out. All right. All right. Bye. Bye, guys. <laughs> Come back with chocolate. No. Find some chocolate to I'm replace the chocolate you stole. All right. Okay, there they go. There All right, Amy. Please hold. Okay, Amy. Stand by. Are you ready, Donna? Uh, so you're quizzing me on the and um, sign? Yeah, there's, I've picked out uh, two movies and a TV show that, uh, you know, don't use the word and. They I got actually it. use the word, they use the ampersand. And uh, we'll see how you do. Okay. We'll start with this one. This one's kind of an either or. 2005's Charlie and the Chocolate Factory with Johnny Depp. Okay. Or 1971's Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory with Gene Wilder. One of them chose to use an ampersand in the title. Which one was it? The Johnny Depp one. Uh, Angie Harmon stars as Detective Jane and Chief Medical Examiner Dr. Dr. Mora and her team up to solve crimes in Boston. Name that TV show. Who is the actress? Angie Harmon. That is called... SVU. Kurt Russell and Sly Stallone play a mismatched LAPD crime-fighting duo who need revenge on the evil kingpin who framed them. Who is it again? Russell and Stallone. I kind of biffed the second question, so we'll go over it slowly. All right. Uh, Let's bring Amy into the game. Hey, Amy. Hey. Did real bad. Real bad. We'll start with the first one. Uh, there was the uh, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory in 1971 with Gene Wilder, and then there was in 2005 Charlie and the Chocolate Factory with Johnny Depp. One of them used an ampersand. Which one was it? Donna said the Johnny Depp one. I, I think it's Johnny Depp. Okay, we'll go with that one. Okay. I'll try to say this one better. This is a TV show. Angie Harmon stars. Mm -hmm. Detective Jane and Chief Medical Examiner Dr. Mora team up to solve crimes in Boston. Name that TV show. Law Law and Order? Okay. Sure. Not a bad guess. Okay. And this third one, it's a movie. Kurt Russell and Sly Stallone play a mismatched LAPD crime-fighting duo who need revenge on the evil kingpin who framed them. Oh, my gosh. 
Donna, did you have an answer on that? No, one? I would go like Turner and Hooch or something. Oh, yeah, <laughs> Tango. Tango and... Oh, Cash. Tango and Cash. Tango I'll and... Go, I'll go with that. Yeah, okay. Cool. All right, Steve, come on. For the record, Turner and Hooch didn't use an ampersand. Oh, great. Thank Wait you. Oh, hey, Steve. Nothing. You know who's got a ton of mail right now? Oh, at the mailbox because Donna stole someone's chocolate earlier today from their mailbox. I didn't steal it. She took it out of their mailbox and then ate it. Um, Jason Matheson. Oh, has a ton because he's never of here. Mail. It looks like there are a bunch of letters. I bet he gets a lot of fan mail. Sure. You know, we just steal other people's chocolate. <laughs> there's a there's what? a small pencil in my mailbox right now, like a used small pencil. That's it. I think people are just throwing their junk in there. Think them out. Yeah. All right, you Which ready? Which one of you two is going to steal Jason Matheson fan mail? That would Steve. be awesome. I would just be if I, and then I could read whatever like word of affirmation it is, but just search and replace Jason and put my <laughs> name in it. That'd be great. <laughs> okay, okay, Steve. I found uh, two movies and a TV show that use an ampersand. Backwards, Dinas Ripma. <sighs> Whoa! <laughs> nice job, D Bone. <laughs> Awesome. Uh, here comes the quiz, Steve. It starts with this one. This We're going to start with an either or. Okay. Or perhaps a which one. Oh, very fun. 2005's Charlie and the Chocolate Factory with Johnny Depp. Or 1971's Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory with Gene Wilder. Which one uses an ampersand in the title? The Johnny Depp one. TV show Angie Harmon stars... Detective Jane and Chief Medical Examiner Dr. Mora team up to solve crimes in Boston. Law and order. Kurt Russell and Sly Stallone play a mismatched LAPD crime-fighting duo who need revenge on the evil kingpin who framed them. Mm -hmm. Something and something. Mm -hmm. Briggs and Stratton. (laughs) Starsky and Hutch. Balboa. Hmm. Just for kicks, here's some that I didn't use. Uh, okay. Fast and Furious, Laverne and Shirley, Turner and Hooch. Oh, nice. Uh, and I didn't use Law and Order, so that's a bit of a spoiler alert. Oh, dang it. That does not bode well for one of my guesses. Um, you both got number one wrong. It was the 1971 <laughs> Willy <laughs> no. Wonka and the no. Chocolate Factory. The Houston Ampersand. Uh, the TV show I was looking for in question two was Rizzoli and Isles. Oh, darn it. We're all yeah. big fans of that show. Oh, shoot. Show. What did we say? Ravioli Law and... and order. Oh, Dang. I thought we said, uh, oh, the next one is what I'm thinking. And neither Donna nor Steve knew Tango and Cash, but we Amy did? did. Well, she got Tango. That's enough to I win a T-shirt. Cash. Darn it. Amy, amazing. Good nice job, job, Amy. Oh, thank you for the point. Congratulations. You're the best. All right, I'll go talk to Amy about uh, right. her address and her t-shirt size. Sounds and you good. guys do other things. Okay. Time for a tip. Everybody on the show getting tipsy. 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 Yeah. This, this list is so silly. It's things not to take from a hotel room. Did you see this list? Yeah, it's like, uh, yeah, hashtag Avi. Don't take the sheets off of the bed. What? We're not allowed to have those? Oh, well, I now wonder with you. (laughs) Ever since you just stole 
Oh. One time and you're labeling me forever. If you're just tuning in, Donna stole a chocolate out of someone, a co-worker's mailbox and ate it. I didn't, I thought it. Technically, okay. I ate it with her. I thought it was someone who didn't work here anymore. Hmm. That's, that's going to be my defense. So, so now, Donna, <laughs> let me tell you, here are things that you should not steal from a hotel room, even if you like it. Fine. Sheets off the bed. Electronics. You're like, oh, I love this alarm clock. It would work great at my cabin. You can't take it. Okay, fine. Universal remotes. Leave it there. Stupid. Complimentary phone chargers. Not your property. Mm. Wooden hangers from the closet. I have stolen these in that I have walked off with them and taken them to where I'm going to go do something that day and then don't return them. Yeah, not good. In the bathrobes. What? Donna mm-hmm. checks out in her bathrobe. Yeah, 263. All closed up. <laughs> Thank you. That's really dumb. Super dumb. Now, not super dumb asking for extra toothpaste or mouthwash or shampoo and taking it home. It, okay. It was like pulling teeth at the last hotel I stayed at to get coffee. Because Why? they Why only did room um, housekeeping every fourth day. That's crazy. And which means you would only get your coffee every fourth day unless you asked for it. Let me ask you this. Yes. Did you make the bed? I would make leaving? the bed. You would. I would actually. It's an eyesore otherwise, yeah. right? Yeah. And I was eating on it. You know, it was like kind of my couch. There was a couch there, but I would just sit there at the end of a long day of toil, okay. eat my sushi. Oh, what I would do All right, for anyway. a Gwyneth Goop kitchen cob salad right about now. Wow, you get real, real, real invested. Don't you? I burn bright on something and then it'll burn out. Yeah, I mean, geez. Oh, my God. Okay, I have a tip. Okay. I found this out the hard way. So I paid somebody a fairly large sum of money on Venmo. Okay. This person actually did all the planning for our upcoming trip. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. Rented the Verbo. Uh-huh. Put down the deposit and everything. Yeah. I sent her money that I owed, and I wrote Verbo in the, what's it for? I just wrote Verbo because she covered the expense. They charged her $10.54 in a service fee. Because they think she's a business. They think she's a VRBO. And she's like, yeah, next time just put, you know, trip or something super generic. I had no idea they were even looking at what we're writing. Are we sure that? Yeah. You're sure that that's why the fee was tacked on? Because sometimes they charge her, not me. I understand. But sometimes on Cash App. You can choose to receive the funds that were sent to you the next day or immediately, and immediately comes with a fee. Um, Is they, there a chance that possibly it wasn't a verbo audit of like, oh, business owner, tack a fee on, and it could have been she chose to get the cash immediately, and then unbeknownst to her, it charged an instant delivery fee? I do not know the answer to that question, but she texted me this morning and said... Um, for just so you know, when using Venmo, um, 
that if the description says Verbo, they think it's a service I offer. Always use gift or keep it simple, such as trip. The fee ended up being $10.54. Not sure if they hit you up also. Are you going to send her $10.54? No. Okay. Because I overpaid her by $200. Just as a gift? Yes. As a thank you for planning the trip. that's nice. That's very nice of you. Thank you. And I'll buy her a glass of wine, okay? Sue me, Susie. Bye. Sounds like somebody's trying to make up for their recent (laughs) in-office theft. Okay. Boy, you are terrible. I had to confess. I can't carry the weight of crime. I'm not like you. I came up. (laughs) I was just going to make good on it and do something nice. Oh, but look, we're out of time. We got to go. Uh, When we come back, let's talk about Anna Kendrick's new movie. She's directing and starring in it. And Donna's going to love it. I already do. Guess what it has to do with. See if you can figure that out. Uh, We're coming right back. It's the Donna and Steve experience. Thanks for listening on my talk. Welcome back. Thank you for listening. It's Donna and Steve on my talk. 1071. Steve will throw me under the bus to anybody who walks by. Anybody. You were talking to the building manager about me. No, no, no. I did not say your name. I said... Lord Raycamp, Tom Raycamp, would you would you weigh in on a situation? Would this be considered theft if you walked by an inter-office uh, mailbox and someone in someone's labeled mail slot there was a chocolate and you said, oh, that looks good, and then you took it? And then you went, I want half of that. Uh, that is true. Yeah, you didn't Absolutely. take half the blame. Absolutely. I took well, no, you'd be getting two thirds of the sentence. I'd be getting a third here. You're the you are you're El Guapo or whatever his name was. You're the you're the drug lord. I am one of his pawns. El Chapo. What? <laughs> El Guapo. That was in close uh, to Three Amigos, time. I think. <laughs> I'm just saying. And now, Donna, the last thing Donna said, what if I leave some of my psoriasis cream in her mailbox? Do you think that'll even us up? <laughs> I have so many questions now about so this expensive. chocolate. I need to know why it was there and who left it. Because it wasn't on a note. Someone, I think there's a possibility... That there's a romance. And someone's like, hey, honey, I left you a little treat in your mailbox. And she's going to saunter over there at the beginning of her shift tonight and see chili cheese corn chips in a (laughs) of psoriasis cream. (laughs) I won't leave the psoriasis cream. It's too expensive. Thank you. Rocco, what do you want me to do? I feel guilt. You really didn't need to go to the building manager. I did not say Donna... Took it, all right? I get it. I'm a narc. Snitches get stitches. But I said, hey, hypothetically, would you weigh in on a situation? I didn't mention any name. Okay. Could have been me. I've been in tons of trouble with that guy before. I illegally park out front. Yeah, why do you do that? Because I don't like walking. <laughs> but now, apparently, they're really clamping down on all yep. that. Because there's probably people like, you know... That you know who they are, who complain and say, I saw him walk in through the front door. Yeah, right. So I guess we're both criminals in our own right, yep. huh? Thank you. Speaking of criminals and entertainment that Donna likes, Anna Kendrick, who I love, is yeah, in a, she's, she's going to be in a movie starring and directing about a real life serial killer who appeared on the dating game. You know, I thought this was Ted Bundy at first because I don't know if I was watching a Dateline or 48 Hours Mystery or whatever, but part of the, or or maybe even a docuseries, 
part of the story was that this guy was on the dating game and she didn't, for whatever reason, she had a bad feeling about him and they ended up, um, they ended up matching or she ended up picking him, but I don't know that she in real life went out on the date. Yeah. So this is actually, um, about a, a guy, the guy, so there was a woman, her name is Cheryl Bradshaw. And this was 1978 on yes, the dating game, yes. and she was the she was the contestant. And then there were three guys who were, if you remember the dating game, they're behind a hidden wall. She can't see them; they're just answering questions. And then she says, "All right, I'm going to go with Bachelor Number One." So then they first bring out Bachelor Number Two, then Bachelor Number Three, and then at the end, she, they're like, "That's who you said bye to. Here's who you said hi to." And out he comes. The guy yes. who ended up winning, yes, is uh, and that's a great. That's just a great. That's a great show. Anyway, just that premise is all. It's it's great. His name is uh, what is it? Ron Rodney Al- Alcala. Alcala. Yes. And turns out he ended up being a real life serial yes. killer. And uh, she sensed that something wasn't right because she refused to go on the date with him, which clearly was the right choice. Uh, he was convicted of several murders. And suspected of many more. He died in prison last year. They think that this movie that Anna Kendrick is in, which will also be called The Dating Game. Yes. We'll do a little bit of a twist on it because, as they say, Bradshaw's fairy tale date takes a terrifying turn when The Bachelor drops his charming facade to reveal the truth. Alcala is, in fact, a psychopathic serial killer. Oh, my God. I'm watching the clip of her in real life well, on listen, The Dating Game. Listen yeah, to, here. Listen to oh. how he responds to one of her questions. Okay, I think okay. I got that. Here goes. Bachelors over there. There'll be one, two, and three. Ask them anything you like to find out more about them, except their name, age, occupation, or income. Okay? And we're going to start by having them say hello to you and see how they sound. Number one, okay. would you say hello I'm to Cheryl, please? This is him. We're going to have a great time together, Cheryl. All right, let me see if I can. All right, now look, Rocco. Right below, below that YouTube, yeah, is another link. If you just hit play on that, this is how he answers a specific question. Which now that you know, he turns out to be a serial killer, makes you not like the answer at all. Oh no! Bachelor number one. Yes. What's your best time? The best time is at night. Night time. Why do you say that? Because that's the only time there is. What? That is serial killer. Ew. It's always nighttime. That's so <laughs> gross. Yeah, I saw this story and I it, like how bold yeah. of this creep to go on that show. Wow. Yeah, this is going to be good. That's a good one for Anna. Way to go, girl. Oh, yeah. What? what? Anna Kendrick, is, I'm just watching more of the clip of the show. It makes scary. me kind of want to watch the show, though. Do you see what he looked like after, though? I mean, obviously, that was in the 70s. He's got, like, long, gray, curly hair. Yas. Yeah, do we? And it's going to be called The Dating Game, you said. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yeah, very scary looking. Almost like an old Weird Al. (laughs) Like if Weird Al went gray. Yes. And Psycho. I have another answer of yours. Let's see if this is just as creepy. What? I am serving you for dinner. Uh-huh. Oh. <laughs> what are you called and what do you look like? What? I'm called the banana and I look really good. Uh, can you be a little more descriptive? Peel me. <laughs> okay, so, yeah, so he wanted to do that to you. Like, uh, how, how did he even win anyway? His answers weren't that great. He's so dumb. <laughs> Wonder what happened to the other two guys. Wonder what they went on to be. 
Right? Uh, Investment know. bankers. She's pretty hot, though. I wish I was bachelor number one. <laughs> Rocco. <laughs> oh, is my ew. mic still on? Yeah, Meg, Meg, <laughs> Meg your wife might be listening. Oh, my gosh. She's I could see hot. Rocco. Rocco looks today like he's dressed to be on the dating game. <laughs> he <laughs> does. <laughs> you know? He's got the thick collar again. Totally. Do you ever buy anything at Target that you oh, wear? Is that the store with the red circles? Yeah, with the thing. Yeah. The Target. Oh, crap. All right. Hutch from KS95 is right outside no! of our door. No, don't let him in. Yeah. No, I um, didn't do it. No. And I think he knows. Don't tase me, well. bro. Oh, look, they're okay. all going over. The building manager is with Hutch at the mailbox. All of this is true. No. Ladies and gentlemen, Don is about to go to the Women's Correctional Facility. No. What a journey it's been. Oh, man. This month, KYW News Radio and Deborah Heart and Lung Center discuss peripheral artery disease, or PAD. Learn the signs and symptoms of PAD and the non invasive diagnostic tools and interventions available. Here's Rasa K. The impaired blood flow that causes PAD can create medical mysteries until properly diagnosed. Interventional cardiologist Dr. Richard Kovach says if the artery blockage is very high on the vascular tree where the main artery branches off to the legs, it can cause pain in the backside and hip not just the calves. Not infrequently, we'll see patients who suspect that they've had arthritis for years and years and even have had multiple injections in their hips, steroid injections and things like that, who once we discover a blockage high up like that, open up that blockage, get normal blood supply to their hips, suddenly their arthritis goes away and they no longer have any hip or buttocks pain. Learn more at DeborahHealthReport.com. New Jersey's only heart, lung and vascular specialty hospital. Deborah Heart and Lung Center. When it's your heart, demand Deborah. At the Home Depot, we have Black Friday savings all through November. And with that comes a joyful holiday bustle that we just love to hear. Although we also love the sound that comes after the holidays. When people put their new tools to use. In fact, we love it so much. When you buy select Milwaukee M18 kits, you'll get an extra tool for free. So after you're done filling the air with holiday magic, you can fill it with the sounds of doing. The Home Depot. How doers get more done. 